Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the quick hitter version of the Mike Wise Show from Pure Hoops Media. In this featured discussion from the final episode of our four-part series on the North Carolina basketball family, our panel of George Carl, George Lynch, and Matt Doherty join my producer and co-host Bruce Bernstein to discuss some memorable exchanges with Tar Heel legends like Michael Jordan, James Worthy, and Sam Perkins. All right, Coach Carl. All right, so you were a Pittsburgher, all right. And Sam Perkins, one of the all-time greats at the school, was a New Yorker, and he played for you in the NBA. And he shared this story about how you guys were so close that you even wore each other's clothes. Take a listen. Man, Carl was one. Well, <laughs> well, this is not, it has nothing to do with the store, uh, basketball. That's fine. But so he forgot his clothes. And... Um, I mean, he, usually he has his, uh, you know, coaches bring their clothes with them. <laughs> and we went to Milwaukee. And so my locker is like the first one as you enter in. So he comes out, comes out with my sweater on, my mock neck <laughs> that he stretched to to oblivious. First off, how upset were you about that? I did not know. First of all, I kept looking at him like, he don't wear mock necks. So I ain't paying no mind. We, I don't even know if we won the game. But the point when we got back to the locker room, he takes the, the damn thing off. And he says, Perk, this is yours. He took somebody else's belt and said, this is yours. <laughs> he has somebody jacket. And said, so, I don't, I can't even remember. But I, all I remember is my stretch, my, my neck, my, my half neck, turtleneck was stretched to oblivion because his big head went all through it. And then his neck was bigger than mine. And I was like, no, you didn't. And you know how, you know how coaches sweat profusely. This thing was oh, yeah. ringing. I could not wear it. Did you ever wear it again? No. Did it go right in the trash? Dog, I, I, I don't <laughs> even know what happened to it. All right, Coach. Did Sam ever ask to borrow your clothes after that? No, I'm not. I'm not a clothes uh, junkie like Larry Brown and a couple other Carolina guys. I'm a. I'm a top of the pile guy. I hate. I don't like wearing suits. I hate when you know when I put them on. I take. I put them on about five minutes before I go out and take them off before five minutes after I get off the court. But that is a true story. I, I've somehow forgot or whatever clothes I brought uh, didn't work. And I just went around and put together an outfit. Uh, and uh, yeah, Sam had nice stuff too. I mean, it was, it was expensive stuff, more expensive than I normally wore. Uh, but Sam was a great teammate. Uh, so much, so much fun in Seattle with him. And when we picked him up, it's kind of when we went from a good team in Seattle to a championship team and a contending team in Seattle. And, and having a Tar Heel with you uh, is always fun in big games because they're, they're calm, and, but they're, they're serious. They're, 
They're not afraid of the moment. They got courage to play the defensive end of the court. Uh, and Sam was uh, so much prominent in our, our great run in Seattle. Uh, and it was a lot of fun having him on. As He's probably the, one of the closest guys I had in, in, in all my coaching because of our connection with Carolina. George Lynch uh, and Matt, I, I want to ask each of you. George, we're going to start with you. Do you have a, a, a humorous story about uh, interacting with any of the fellow uh, family members from UNC that just still brings a smile to your face after all these years? Oh, yeah. Uh, tons of them. Uh, I remember my rookie year getting drafted by the Lakers, going from being a small-town kid in Virginia, playing in a big stage in Chapel Hill, and then going to one of the most storied franchises in the NBA with the Lakers. Uh, I had James Worthy as a veteran. Uh, it was towards the end of his career, his last two years. And the, the time that I jumped off the plane uh, for my press conference in LA, he was there to support me. He was like, look, if you need anything, you're part of the family, just let me know. Uh, when choosing, when choosing, they had this thing where they chose the rookie, the rookie had to do certain things for the veteran before and after practice. He made sure I was his veteran. Uh, he probably took it a little easier than some of the other veterans had. I mean, some of the other younger players had as a uh, as a gopher for the veterans. But uh, those memories meant a lot. You know, my first few years in the league, as you make your rounds through the NBA teams, you know, playing in Chicago, Michael would check on you. Uh, know the guys like Rick Fox, who was with the Celtics. They would always check on you and make sure that, you had what you needed to be successful as a pro and it carried on. And uh, they let me know, you know, when, when it's your turn, when you got younger guys coming through, you should do the same thing. And that was part of the tra tra tradition uh, for, for the veterans who played at the professional level to bring, bring the young guys in and up at, you know, encourage them and, and show them the ways of the NBA. <laughs> Coach Doherty, you get the last word on this segment. Uh, humorous memories from uh, family interactions or just oh, something that stands you know, out? There's always uh, humorous, you know, just touching. Um, you know, I, I remember uh, Michael was getting ready to retire from the Bulls and I was working as an assistant for Roy Williams at Kansas. And I wanted to go see him play in a playoff game. And they were playing the Utah Jazz. They closed out the jazz. Uh, Michael and I and his wife at the time went to dinner uh, at a restaurant he owned. And uh, he let me take one of his cars. And I was staying at a hotel. He said, be back at my house at uh, 8.30, we'll play golf all day. Or 7.30, we'll eat breakfast, play golf all day. We uh, teed off at 8.30. We had a foursome. And we rolled our last putts in at 8.30 at night. We played 54 holes of golf, <laughs> 54. This is a day after a playoff game. <laughs> and I remember guy coming up on the golf. First of all, the phone rings. I'm with Michael in the cart and uh, phone rings. Hey, Tiger, how you doing? What'd you shoot today? Tiger Woods. This was in like 1996. Tiger played at uh, Byron Nelson. And he's calling Michael. And Michael said, yeah, he played here last week with me, set the course record. And then 
a couple of holes later, guy pulls up in a shirt and tie, drives away. I said, who is that? He says, that's the general manager. He says, President Bush, the father, was coming to Chicago and wants to play golf with me. And I said, well, what you tell him? He says, I don't want to play golf with the president. He says, he says, you got all these secret service men around. You can't be playing with your boys. It's not as much fun. I say, here's Michael Jordan just blew off the president of the United States. You know, um, yeah, 54 holes of golf. We teed off at 830, pulled <laughs> the last putts at 830, the day after a playoff game. Well, I want you to know when I played him in the finals in 96, he was playing 36 holes on a day of a playoff game and still go out and kick your ass. So, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was an amazing athlete. Uh, you know, he could uh, he could push the limits of sleep. He could most push the limits of physicality and still be an unbelievably great performer. And uh, I admire him for it. If you'd like to hear more, please check out the full versions of our special four-part Mike Wise show on the North Carolina basketball family from Pure Hoops Media. You can also check out some video segments from Pure Hoops Media's YouTube channel.